LinkedIn presents. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, where your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development, where we share original research, explore industry trends, and interview executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We hope you join us often for practitioner-oriented content around all things related to leadership, HR, talent management, organizational development, and change management. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page, and please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I share a recent interview on KSL News Radio where I was asked about how AI technology will affect the workplace. A lot of voices have come out concerned about the rise of artificial intelligence, or AI, and even the creators of AI have warned about its potential. But AI isn't really new because technology is constantly evolving over the years. So how can we get past the fear in the headlines, adapt, and even lead out as AI becomes part of our lives and our workplaces? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Of course, there's a lot of conversations going on about artificial intelligence. Uh, Utah Valley University is hosting Silicon Slope Summit on artificial intelligence tomorrow, Thursday, June 15th from 10 a.m. to noon. And we're really thrilled to have joining us on the program Jonathan Westover, a professor and chair of organizational leadership in the Woodbury School of Business at Utah Valley University. Uh, he is an author, a great thinker when it comes to leadership and culture, the future of work, and a host of other things. And uh, Jonathan, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Boyd. It's a pleasure. Well, there's a, obviously there's a, a lot of chatter and a lot of things going on as it relates to artificial intelligence. Uh, and I think one of the things that appears to me the summit is going to try to do is cut through some of that and get to the real conversations in terms of where we are and, and what comes next. As you're approaching it, what is it that you think is most important for us to really understand uh, when it comes to artificial intelligence? Well, within my discipline, I'm in the HR, change management, organizational leadership space. And so I'm really interested in looking at the impacts of AI on the workplace specifically, but society more generally. And so so as we think about the developments of AI and the leapfrog ahead that we've seen just even over the last six months and where we think things might go in the next few years, five years, 10 years, it's really a little bit crazy to think about the implications for the nature of work, uh, what work looks like for the average individual. And so that's what I'll be focusing on. Yeah. And so let's let's talk about that. Uh, both. I'd like to unpack both of those a little bit. Let's talk about the workplace first uh, in terms of what does it mean, not just in terms of most people think about it in terms of productivity and job losses or replacements. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a kind of a deeper perspective in terms of what's the likely impact in terms of morale and motivation and, and culture and dynamics in organizations. Well, one thing is for sure, 
change is inevitable and it's going to be a bit painful for some people. The rate and pace of change is, has been accelerating in, in recent years, uh, but we should also recognize that this isn't new. AI specifically is new, but technological advancement is not new. We talk about how we're in the industry 4.0, the fourth stage of the industrial revolution. And ever since, you know, we've had in inventions and innovation, we've seen automation, we've seen doing tasks easier, and that has always displaced the types of tasks and roles that people have done. Uh, and that certainly will be the case with AI. There will be certain tasks that I perform today on a daily basis that in a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, I simply won't do because the, the AI or some other form of deep machine learning, some other system will be able to do it for me. And if we take a longer look at kind of the historical arc of innovation, I think it becomes a little less scary because we, we've seen this over and over and over again. When the personal computer came out, there were the same sorts of concerns. And, and slowly over time, people adopted the technologies. They learned how to leverage the technologies. They realized how the technologies would enhance their daily lives, enhance their ability to work more efficiently and productively. And ultimately, it was a win for everyone. But in the short term, it can absolutely create some dissonance and some frustration and, and even fear among workers who are worried about losing their job. Yeah, so important, that angst and anxiety within the workforce. And uh, so we have we always get to the leadership question on this. So what does it mean for leaders uh, in this season of development uh, as we look at that uh, for businesses, for organizations and institutions? What's the leadership principle that's going to drive or help navigate uh, what will be some angst and anxiety-filled uh, choppy waters, so to speak? Yeah, I think it's really important that the leaders of the modern organization that are leveraging these technologies, that we build a culture of continual learning and experimentation. Uh, because the rate and pace of change has so rapidly increased, because there is so much complexity in the world around us, because change is so constant in the modern workplace, we need leaders who are able to be agile and adaptive and iterate rapidly when it comes to how work is designed and how they interact with their teams and their people. Uh, that's a little bit different than the traditional style of leadership that many uh, have experienced in the past yeah. uh, or that maybe you know people have seen portrayed in popular uh, media and movies and TV or in books. Uh, it, it's a shift and it requires uh, it requires leaders to be more forward thinking around how do I empower my people, give more autonomy for them to experiment, to iterate, and to just try things and to continually be learning along the way. Uh, long past are the days where we can just, you know, I'm a university professor. I believe strongly in the power of a higher education um, role in society. That said, you, you don't go to university and then you're done with your learning. You have, it's always been true, but particularly today, it's, it's a starting point, and you're yeah. going to have to continually be developing and learning and upskilling and reskilling 
to be relevant in the future of work. Uh, so important. Uh, we often talk about that lifelong learning. It's, it's probably the most important mm-hmm. thing uh, that students walk away from a university experience is learning how to learn, but then to love learning, that curiosity and that lifelong yeah. commitment to it. and. Uh, staying curious, I, I think, is a big part of that. And I want to squeeze in one last question really quick before I let you go, and that's on this society impact. I know this is also part of your role as mm-hmm. academic mm-hmm. director of the Utah Valley University Center for Social Impact. Give us just a, a real quick snapshot in terms of AI and impact on a society perspective. Well, that is a really big question, and we could probably spend a few hours talking <laughs> <Exactly>. about that. <laughs> um, but I, I will say, so I, I think it's really important uh, to consider how we work today versus, you know, how previous generations worked. And, and we work, I mean, simply put, we have um, more leisure today than, than previous generations, right? And I think that's going to continue to develop. Uh, there's been studies out of Harvard, MIT, and others that have looked at things like the four-day work week or what's the optimal amount of time that someone can work at a high cognitive level, when we think about the future of jobs, manual labor is going to be automated. Uh, repetitive tasks in the office space is going to be automated or taken over by AI. So what is the human component that's going to contribute in the workplace? It's all those unique uh, human elements of, of uh, creativity and innovation and ethical decision-making. And those sorts of things are going to be really central to what it looks like to be uh, a really great, relevant employee of the future. And there's only so much we can do of that kind of work daily. Right. Uh, there was a recent Harvard study that suggested that really that kind of high level of cognitive uh, attention, uh, intense cognitive inten- attention to work is really only maybe two to three hours a day for the average person. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? If we have increased automation and and AI and and deep machine learning doing more and more of the kind of repetitive stuff that people have done in their jobs previously, does that just mean people are out of work? Well, no, I think it unlocks a whole new range of more creative types of work Mm. that people can do that's more uniquely human. But it probably also means that there's going to be a bit of a reshuffling from a societal perspective around what is a work, what what does um, work-life balance look like? What is the average work day? Um, you know, there, Europe has been doing this big experiment with the four-day work week, and not just you know moving from 40 hours from five days to four days, but moving from 40 hours in five days to 32 hours in four days. And what they've found is that people are more productive and they accomplish more um, when they're actually working less. And that kind of runs counter to a, a lot of our mentality here in the United States. And right. so that's something we're going to have to grapple with. Uh, leaders are going to have to grapple with it. Workers are going to have to grapple with it. And ultimately, I predict, you know, in five, 10 years from now, I think work is going to look quite a bit different. I think we're going to have more time to do the uniquely human things, the creative things, which ultimately I think is a win for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Great perspective. Great insight. Jonathan Westover. Uh, professor and chair of organizational leadership in the Woodbury School of Business at Utah Valley University. And, of course, Utah Valley University is hosting Silicon Slope Summit on artificial intelligence on Thursday, June 15th. Uh, Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us today. Great insight, and we look forward to having you back to continue this conversation. Wonderful. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Super important conversation when it comes to AI because it's not just about being more productive. You also have to make sure that the team, the individuals, have value are doing the things that are creative, that actually are compelling and unique to us humans. And how we navigate all of that is a conversation we'll continue to have 
here on Inside Sources. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page, and please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.